Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. What's up, y'all? Welcome back. Yes, I threw the y'all in there. Welcome back to Pop Country Talk. We're so excited because today we have a very special guest in with us, Miss Jessie Lynn Madera. She's in the studio, or what we would call our studios, our home studios. Sure, we'll go with that. Um, and we are talking all about Noah Cyrus's new song and Backstreet Boys. We brought them up last week. We're bringing them back up this week. They're eyeing a Christmas album. Guys, I'm excited. Uh, yeah. Hit number one. Tons of stuff to talk about. And of course, my name's Candace Cruz. I'm joined with our panel. We've got Jesse Lynn Madeira. Hi. Hello, everybody. And then we have the wonderful Matt Marr up there waving in the corner. Hello, sugars. Hello, hello. Thank you for being here, Jesse. Thanks for having me. The one and only Allie Nasta. Hello. Yeah, girl. Well, I'm super excited for today's episode. Are we ready to do it? Let's dive in. in. Let's go. Um, Dive in, dump in. (laughs) Let's just, yeah, dive in, jump in, all of that good stuff. Hey guys, Ali Nasty here, and I want to introduce our lovely guest today, Jessie Lynn Madeira. First of all, how are you doing? And you're in Nashville right now, so there's a little bit of a time difference there. What time is it for you? Uh, It's about 8.0 something. Yeah. Girl, girl, are you tired? Did you you just get your kids to bed? Are you exhausted? (laughs) I am I am tired. I'm not gonna lie. I but I I'm a good I'm a good tired. Um, the kids are still awake. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, how, wow, girl! How has that been with quarantine? I know some nights. Um, I have a niece and a nephew that are young, and it's sometimes hard because the schedule is all off. Like, how are you guys adjusting to everything? We're in the jungle. Yeah, <laughs> the jungle, baby. <laughs> well. Uh- yeah, I really appreciate parents that are saying, like on social media, I hate homeschooling. This is not going well. Like, I I appreciate when people are being authentic and just saying, this is rough. Yeah. This is why we have music and new albums like yours to listen to. Yes. Yeah. You were, uh, I guess, sort of lucky um, because our his school here in Nashville, he's in the um, Metro Public School schooling system here in Nashville and they did not um make any strong demands of us so uh I really appreciate them we've gotten to kind of get a taste for like um maybe a Waldorf sort of education (laughs) (laughs) we'll go with that (laughs) we went we went bike riding yesterday and my son wasn't paying attention and he kind of like went up a hill and then went down the hill, and that was physics. Yeah, true. Giving them real life well, lessons. Up, comes down. You know? yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, I give all the parents out there so much kudos for doing everything. Absolutely. I mean, everything that you have to do for them on top of 
releasing a new album. I'm sure it's just been so crazy for you, but what has it been like releasing Fortunes that came out on the 24th during quarantine? What has this experience been like? You know, I, I almost I almost held it back and didn't put it out. Um, but then I thought now is the time that we need new stuff. We yeah. need we need to to have new music and new growth and um yeah, I I'm really loving uh I'm really loving having put it out actually. It's not I haven't been able to like go out and play the way that I was hoping to. You know, I was hoping to be able to go out and and do a tour or be playing gigs at least locally. Um but uh I worked so hard. I worked so hard on this album and it's, it is my, my baby. And I'm just so, I'm happy to see it out in the world. And I'm, I'm really proud of it. I think it's, I think it uh, came out beautifully and, um, you know, timing and location. I don't know what to say. (laughs) No, I mean, I think that, I mean, it's definitely such a weird time, but I think you're right. Like right now we're clinging to music more than we ever have before. Mm -hmm. And like you just mentioned, I think sometimes people forget how much effort goes into not only like making an album, but what happened before that and kind of how you've come about with those songs. So I kind of wanted to ask you, how long did this recent album take from the stages of writing and then to now, which was April 24th when you released it? Well, the first, the oldest song on the, on the album is the first song, Dante. And uh, that I, I started writing probably maybe eight or nine years ago. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. I, I was working with a, a producer in Brooklyn. <laughs> I see your shirt, oh, right? Look, there you go. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I guess you could say it's like a, it's sort of like a Me Too song mm. that, in a, for a Me Too moment that happened before the the movement. Um, and that song was sort of just it was kind of just sitting there, and I. I wrote a bunch of other songs, um, but that one had this, I think these songs kind of have like an otherworldly type feel to them. Mm-hmm. And um, I needed to wait until this song had like uh, friends to, mm-hmm. to, to mm. be. And um, I don't know, this, the, this album has really been a long time in the making. Um, a couple of the songs, the two duets were for a duet project I was working on called, I was going to name it Belle and the Claytons. And um, that, uh, I, I was trying to work with like a different man for each song. So mm-hmm. I'd, hear a, I'd hear a voice that I loved and I'd write a song for him. And then I just had to hope that he had like the same work ethic as me and uh, a schedule that we could, we, that was um, workable and, um, it just like I ended up taking those duets and instead of using them for that, put them with this and the rest just kind of like, okay, now we're in this sort of fairyland. Let's write some more songs that go in and take us off into the next um, dimension with the rest. I think they definitely do. I mean, listening to your music 
it, it kind of put me in, in a specific mood. Like I was like, wow, like, you know how some music can kind of take you away from the moment. And I think I was just kind of running around busy. And then I just kind of started listening to your music mm-hmm. and it kind of gave me that, that other dimension feel where it soothed my soul. And I think that you have such a, a like your, your voice is so pure and amazing Um, so you definitely have done that as, as a fan of your music. I think that it definitely has captured that. Um, but I mean, how beautiful that you've been working so hard for all these songs and for it to finally come out is just so exciting, but you should be so proud. I mean, this album is awesome. I second that. Thanks. Of course. It's like energy. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I just, go ahead there's like a presence and there's an energy about it. I'm very big on like, you know, there's great songs. There's so many amazing songs on the radio, but when you find like those gems that just kind of like ground you, like Allie was saying, I definitely feel like that's something that people need right now. Mm -hmm. So kudos for you releasing it now because it is something that will, I think, touch a lot of people. Yeah. Thanks, Candice. Thanks, Allie. I feel like it was, to me, it was kind of, it's kind of haunting and nostalgic Mm, album to me. There's a nostalgia to it. And I think that's kind of what we're all saying that it makes you Mm -hmm. stop and it Mm -hmm. makes you connect with the time of your past. And it reminds, and it's a music, my undergrad is in music. So, but I studied opera. And so, but um, I, what I heard though, was just the orchestrations. Like there's so much strings in this album. And to me, it's just kind of, it almost reminded me of like a like a almost like cinematic country, or it reminded mm-hmm. me of like like oh. Rufus Wainwright, like his Poses album, or like Tori Amos goes country. No, like that yeah. makes sense. I love it. Thank you. I really, yeah, I, I really dig that cinematic country. I might have to. I might have to write that down. <laughs> I think Girl, you should patent that cinematic yeah. country. Take, My goodness, take it. And, and I wanted to ask too. Um, so sentimental actually is my favorite song on the album. And that is your duet. I yeah. loved it. I love it's your duet with Jill Taylor. By the way, y'all, look him up because he's cute. He married, <laughs> but he's cute. Listen, oh well, he's married. You already said that he's, word. But, yeah. Oh, Candy, he's dark haired, he's from Australia. You would oh. be in heaven. And and he's very sweet and he's a great cook. Stop it. Ooh. You didn't need to add yeah. those in because now it's like insult to injury. He's married. I can't I'm just kidding. And if he's you married. Just, if you just say down under, Karen, this is into it. Wait, I didn't mean that the way it's said. You know what I mean? <laughs> Australia. I'm in Australia. But um, I did want to ask, though, because because um, you're not, you are a singer-songwriter. And mm-hmm. so as an active part, it's like when you do, it's interesting you brought up your past album of writing duets. When, so when you do write duets, is it um, is it you write it, or when you bring on someone to collaborate and sing with you, if they're a songwriter, you invite them to write as well? Or how to... For instance, I want to know about Sentimental because it's my favorite, but how did that collaboration go? Well, um, I, I wrote this, I, I write all the songs um, and it's not that I'm closed off to collaboration. I just, uh, I get kind of in, I get kind of on a roll, you know, it's like I'll wake up in the middle of the night and I'll be like, oh my, a song, a song, you know, turn into this like mad scientist, a song. And I go and I, you know, I, I write it all out. For some reason, that's the way I, I generally do it. Um, but the story of sentimental, I, so that everything in there is real. The pillowcase. Um, wow. Yeah. My mom, um, it was like a green, remember that? 
I guess they still sell those jersey sheets, those like extra soft t-shirt. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so that pillowcase was off the the bed from of my first love. And when I went off to when I went to college um, for a year in North Carolina, he sent he signed the pillowcase and sent it with me. And even after we broke up, I still I had the pillowcase. And I that's kind of where the song started. I still have the pillowcase. The one you, or I still have your pillowcase, the one you signed for me to take. And it's like, why do I have this? You know? And it's like, you pick it up and you try to kind of, I would pick up the pillowcase and try to think about like how I felt. And I don't know. It's like a, I guess the song is kind of about being a glutton for punishment in a way. I don't know Mm. if you picked up on that. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Yeah, I did. Song It says time heals. And then he says it steals. Every- Girl, you write good lyrics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you. But I, it's funny, I listened to that song. I was like, this is an album. I'm just going to sum up this album for everybody right now. I'm going to just own it. This is an album. You put like a, a scarf over your lamp and have some wine too, because you're going to go there. I mean, I'll go to the liquor it. store and grab a bottle of wine and let's go. This is yeah. yeah. the whole album again. <laughs> yeah. I definitely, I mean, this album is amazing. And let's not forget, there are some other songs that she has before this album. I have to say, Holy Water and Amsterdam are some of my favorites too from your past songs. That you oh, have. thanks. Yeah. I had to mention that before we move on. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think your music is just so, it's, it's different. It's something that I feel like I haven't heard in a while, like Matt was saying. It's kind mm-hmm. of nostalgic. So. I mean, well, there's not, there's really like hardly a digital sound on the whole album. So wow. there, there's mm-hmm. really, there is an, a nostalgic sound um, just in the way that we're dealing with real instruments mm. the whole time, you know? Well, one last question before we moved on to the next topic. We have to ask if you could collab with anybody in country music, who would that dream artist be? Jason Isbell. Does he count for country? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. He's in the Americana. Hmm, and cut like country, country. Um. Well, I feel like if that was your first in like instinct with no hesitation, let's just go with that. Yeah. For me, country. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, then there you go. That's country. Like, what's more country than that song, "Last of My Kind"? Not quite sure. Oh, oh my gosh! Am I the last of my kind? Y- yeah. He's talking moving to the city oh, yeah 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 can't see the stars for the neon lights and yes yes where did where did um where did this like the simple kindness of humans that kind of like it, I don't know I was born in West I was born in Parkersburg West Virginia so I um I grew up around just this these people that were just really like they'll do anything for you they yeah. will do anything mm-hmm. I mean the, just the kindest people you can possibly imagine. And I, I grew up and I've, I've lived in several different cities and I feel like everywhere I go, I'm trying to recreate that, you know, and like, I'll try to make these um, families out of my friends. And yeah. I'm, but really I'm always trying to go back to that picnic table, shucking corn and stringing beans mm-hmm. and simple, kind, easy. Like, you yeah. Know? Yeah. yeah. I miss, I miss yeah. those times. Oh, that's so beautiful. Now I'm all choked up. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> that's what, maybe that's just your spirit, isn't it? Because you did, I mean, 
I remember sitting with my grandpa Pete right now, just popping peas right now on the 4th oh, of yes. July to green eat beans. green beans. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Did, you, all, you just eat, um, did, did you feed the squirrels the, the, like, my grandpa would get these big bags of boiled peanuts. No. And we'd okay. sit in the garage and he'd, he'd make friends with all the squirrels, you oh, know? Oh, I love that. <laughs> yeah. That should cute. go one of your songs right there. Yeah. I, yeah, that should that be. That is maybe. a song. I love it. We used to ride our bikes and find honeysuckles and eat the honeysuckles. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've got honeysuckles in my backyard. See? It's great to be back in the South, right? Say that again? It's great to be back in the South, right? It it is. It is. Yeah. Meanwhile, all of us are here in LA and we're working with AfterBuzz. So, Matt, tell us. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I got in the moment. I'm thinking my grandpa and my grandma, (laughs) Hazel. I was just in a place. I forgot. Um, anyway, y'all, we appreciate if you're listening to the podcast right now, or if you're watching on YouTube, either way, there's both ways you can enjoy, uh, the Afterbus TV. We are so, you know, pop country talk is new and the best way mm-hmm. that you can help support this show y'all is to share it, hit that little subscribe button. If you're listening to the podcast, we'd love it. If you leave a five-star review and just put, keep talking y'all or whatever, put something in there, it helps bump us up and honestly share this on your social media. This is a it's a big deal. Helps us get the word out. Helps us not something a mission that the three of us have are not only talking about like kind of what's the top five things that's happening in the news, but kind of we like being especially Allie and Candace. They're like detectives. They like searching out new artists, artists that are doing new albums like Jesse Lynn. Like so, with you sharing it, it just helps us share our curiosity, our country curiosity. So we appreciate that so you much. And all the alliterations, I'm writing these down now. <laughs> Matt Marr, it's in my name, Matt Marr. And I so know, anyway, Cruz. We, I know, there you go. <laughs> we also want to remind you that uh, if you're if you're listening, I don't know, if you're drunk right now thinking, why am I listening to the country show? I didn't expect to usually listen to Black Twitter, Latino digital channels. We got all that too. It all makes sense. <laughs> and so be sure not only we subscribe to Afterbus, check out all of our other reality shows. We are recapping basically anything and everything because we are the ESPN of TV talk, y'all. We appreciate you so much. All right. Amen. There we go. Well, guys, before or go ahead and download Jesse's new album, Fortunes. I'm going to give you a second. Okay, go download it. And now I would like you to also head over to Jimmy Allen on iTunes Music. Okay, he just came out with a song. This is with Noah Cyrus. Oh. Okay, first of all, I'd like to say something is that I feel like Jimmy Allen needs more credit and we need to hear his name way more than we do because Mm -hmm. his music is so good. And I think it was Stagecoach last year, I saw him and he had one of like, there's the main stage and then they put smaller stages in the middle of that. So then it, it creates a bigger crowd so you can kind of stand around it. And he had this captivating way of connecting with the audience and a lot of the people there didn't know him yet and so just the way that he was interacting and he's just a natural born performer and you can tell by that so I'm just a huge fan overall overall and you might know him from his previous songs best shot and make me want to from his album mercy that was released in 2018 but I feel like Mercury did I say Mercury what did I say Mercy Oh, sorry. Close enough. Mercury. Uh, Mercury in 2018. No, but um, I just, he is so amazing. Are you guys like, have you, are you guys huge fans of his past album? I actually found him today when you shared it with yeah. 
That's what I'm and saying. So he I'm needs, obsessed. He needs more recognition because Best Shot that came out, which it's one of those songs that I'm sure if you hear it now, you'd be like, oh, of course oh, I yeah. know that song. Yeah. Um, but I feel like we need more of that from him. And this This Is Us with Noah Cyrus is just so amazing. You need to add that to your summer playlist. But he's got such an interesting background too. So he is one that really chased his dreams. I was reading about him today and he was actually on American Idol season 10 with Scotty McCreary, who he ended up being friends with. And he didn't make it past, I think it was like the voting stages. He didn't get that far. And then he also auditioned for America's Got Talent, but he didn't make it past prelims. And then he kept, you know, working at it. He um, then signed with Broken Bow Records' sister label, Stony Creek Records. And then, obviously, he got his music out there, and Beshot went to number one on the Billboard Airplay charts and remained there for two weeks. Wow. That's awesome. So it's just kind of, it just goes to, oh, sorry, go go ahead, Candice. Oh, I was going to say, I mean, going back to, like, those shows, specifically with American Idol and America's Got Talent, it's so hard now Because it's, there's so many people, they're all good, obviously, mm-hmm. right? But like, I feel that there are so many amazing artists that don't make it through the cracks. Yeah. That, and- that have to take another path. And clearly that was with him. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes it's just not, the show is not your, your arena because it's such a like specific niche to be on that show, you know? Agreed. A hundred percent. And that just goes to show that he went on two shows and like, it didn't mm-hmm. work for him, but he kept working at it and I find that so admirable because mm-hmm. there's so many people out there trying to chase their dreams and what I think there's a saying it's like you've got to hear like a hundred no's to that one yes or something Ooh. something along those lines but yeah. I just think you like he is a testament to that and he's an amazing artist and I'm glad that he is collaborating with people like Noah because an entirely new genre of um, fans are going to get to know mm-hmm. who he is and really maybe go back to that Mercury album where they might have not known about. So right. I, like I say to all these artists that I talk about, I'm excited for some new music and one can only hope that more music is coming out shortly. So go listen to Mercury on repeat. Have I'm you heard just- of him, Jesse? I say that again. Have you heard of him before? I had neither, honestly. Um, I, I hadn't, no, but I, um, I'm, I'm really interested now and it, but it, it just, I, I always think like these competitive music shows, mm-hmm. competitive music, it takes something that's really visceral and, and, and makes it cerebral mm-hmm. and it's not, yeah. it's not natural, you know, I mean, we have playlists. I, I have, you know, thousands and thousands of artists in my, in my, um, on my phone, you know, and I, I don't rate them, you know, I don't go, I like today. uh, It's like, no, I love this song and I love this song. And this person might be a classically wonderful singer and this song or this person might not have the best voice, but they write lyrics that just like set me on fire. You know, I don't know. It saying like this person is the best. And then, and you put all these wonderful, talented people that have all these dreams you put them into this well they put themselves in the situation but but you know you get them in these in in a group and you they're working their asses off can I say asses I can and uh I don't know I I don't 
Well, we have to remember that it, it, at the end of the day, and I mean, I, I love watching these shows this year, specifically American Idol has gotten like, has upped their game. But I do think that we have to remember that it is a show and that yeah. they're trying to make a product and do something that's easily consumable for the masses. Mm-hmm. Like it's not necessarily the cerebral artists that always come out on top because sometimes that isn't the right timing or the right audience. So I think it just, we have to remember that like, I think Jimmy is definitely a testament to those who want to perform that that's not necessarily the end all be all. Like you can get told a ton that like not good enough to be on this show, but like, look at what he's doing instead. Yeah. You know, I was Philip Phillips won American Idol. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. So happy. Also, the name. I mean, how could you forget Philip Phillips? Like, why did they do that? (laughs) Well, also, I just want to point out that I love that with that someone who's not only being celebrated but also chart wise is being celebrated. Somebody who a person of color and country music. You you. know, I think that. I grew up a little gay kid who liked to sing in Oklahoma. And honestly, I think I probably would have pursued country music, but I knew I was gay and I knew that that genre of music wasn't going to accept me, especially because yeah. I look young, Jesse, because I wear skin cream, but this bitch is 40. <laughs> so this was in the 80s. So in the 80s, and so I love though that now that young people of, of a more diverse, thank goodness to obviously people like Casey Musgraves and other artists mm-hmm. that are bringing in diversity into country music that younger people i'm incredibly excited about 10 years from now i think country is going to be much more female driven even more diverse and it's going to be a really cool sound coming from country absolutely yeah and i mean look at like i mean obviously i love all these songs but i mean this is another thing like matt our top three releases oh thank you sorry that's are all yeah, men, I forget to introduce my stuff, Jesse, because I, I keep getting in our conversation. Anyway, yes. So we're going to talk about <laughs> we're going to talk about the top three releases on uh, the iTunes country charts this week. Mm-hmm. At number, I'm changing it up, y'all, because normally I start with number one. I'm like, that's the one. Why we're not doing that? We're going to start from three, y'all. So number three is one of them girls by Lee Bryce. Do we know this song, y'all? Yes, I listened to all of them today. Yep. Um, number two is Travis Denning coming in at number two at After a Few. Mm-hmm. Don't get me started on After a Few. <laughs> and then, I mean, personally. And then number one, the, it, this is a video you're seeing now, is from the kind of the king of summer and country, Kenny Chesney. Yes. This is not the video for his song. It's an it's a old video because there's not a video yet. But his song, Happy Does, which if you haven't heard this song, it makes you feel like you're on a beach, like you're drinking a margarita. Kind of places none of us can be right now. And I think that's why it's probably number one, because we want to have this. You can walk on a beach. Just make sure you have your mask on. Yeah. You know. Well, he's Mr. Key West, you know, Kenny. Yeah. I love it. And it made me like, speaking of nostalgia, when I was listening to it, I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm back in like my college years back on the beach, like enjoying spring break with like a drink in my hand. Do you know what I mean? Like that's what it felt like when I was listening to it. You know what's something that's so kind of strange about the country music genre is I feel like there aren't, sometimes, you know, when you listen to other genres, there's certain types of songs that make it to the top three and you don't necessarily like all of them. I feel like country music, I always like all of the top songs. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
I don't know. That's probably a weird thing to say, but I just think I've always, I recognize that recently now that we're really highlighting the top three and other artists, there's very few songs that I'm like, oh, I don't understand, you know? Yeah, that's very true. You're on the right show, Allie. You're on the <laughs> right show. <laughs> yeah, you're on the right show, girl. Um, so speaking of pop country, so Jesse, I'm going to keep calling you Jesse Lynn. Do people call you, what's your mama call you, Jesse or Jesse Lynn? My mom, uh, it depends on what she wants me for, but I guess <laughs> <laughs> uh, my, a lot of my family calls me Jessica, but oh. But but uh, sometimes they'll call me Jesse Lynn. Yeah. Well, it's a um, double love, name. I know. I love saying it. Reminds me of home. Um, <laughs> we're gonna talk. So last week we talked a little bit about. Um, so I don't know if you've heard of, but Brian Latrell, who's one of the members of the Backstreet Boys, he has a son, and I totally am blanking on his son's is Byron. No, Bailey. Bailey, Bailey. Latrell is a He just had. We talked about his hit last week. He's 16. He has a hit called Boxes. Girl, it makes you feel old because he looks just like his father. He's like a mini me, but a country artist. They live in Nashville. <laughs> they live in Nashville. So they're there with you. Oh, cool. So, yeah. So it made us talk about the Backstreet Boys. And I'm really glad because I found out some things about the Backstreet Boys we're going to talk about today. So this is our special segment, Yesterday, Tomorrow, or Yesterday, Today, and Tomorrow. And so kind of for yesterday, something about, I just thought a little statistic that really shocked me is that did you know so I knew that the Backstreet Boys were popular obviously um they've sold more albums than NSYNC so whether camp you're on they they've oh, sold no. a hundred they've sold a hundred million worldwide records that's they are according to Billboard the best-selling boy band of all time and one huh. of the world's best-selling musical artists wow well uh, also I know. they did come back and NSYNC didn't so we'll we'll leave it at that well, that's but even before that. But and also they are the first group since Led Zeppelin to have their first ten albums reach the top ten on the Billboard two hundred. Wow. The fact that they have over ten albums. Ten albums? They've been, they've been around a long time. Yeah, it's get ready. It's a lot. It's a lot. So that's kind of that's kind of what I was talking about with as far as Backstreet Boys of yesterday. Now, today, I sent this to y'all in a text. I don't know if you have it because I didn't know this, but y'all, I'm saying it today. It happened like six months ago, so it's practically today. But did you know AJ McLean put out country music? Yes. You know, when you said that to me, I think I had forgot that he did Mm -hmm. and then remembered after you sent that to me today. Did you know that, Jesse Lynn? No, I had no. No, I didn't So. I don't think all of them, but most, a lot of them have, uh, they live all in Nashville now. So girl, you're just going to, you go to the mall when you can, you're going to see the Backstreet Boys <laughs> or Walmart. Just go Costco, to Auburn Hills Mall. Yeah, and so, with my phone, song. I'll, I'll just, you know, on the down low, uh, try to catch And them. then just text <laughs> it to us. Yes. And so AJ has talked about how being in Nashville has totally changed his musical vibe and really mm-hmm. has influ- put a country influence on his music and he came out with this song a boy and a man it's this mm-hmm. great video it's very i mean it's like if you wouldn't know he was a backstreet boy i'm telling you you would think this was blake shelton or like i mean it's so he does country have that richness he does he kind of has this almost like this like young willie nelson gravel to his voice mm-hmm. it's like 
actually, and I'm gonna, I have it here, but it reminded me a little bit of Jesse, your other duet. You win with the sullen eyes with John Hawks. His voice is kind of yeah. like that. Oh yeah. Oh wow. So very masculine. Yes, yes. Very this well, like just yeah. By the way, John Hawks has a that he's fantastic. That song is so great. Jesse. I agree. I thank you. I think he did such a great job. His voice is like it's like leather. Mm. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. like old fashioned cowboy. He's got you got the the glass of bourbon. Yeah. Yes. And smoky and that is the, on the leather. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that is the way AJ sounds. It it's such a good song. And not only if you even listen to some of their go back and listen to some of the newest Backstreet Boy, like their latest song, um, which the video's playing, No Place, totally has this kind of it to, it is a pop country song. If you listen to you and oh my gosh, the Backstreet Boys are playing country music. What the heck? Happened? I mean, they did I a collab, it. they've done a couple of collabs with country yeah. music. I even threw in the Florida Georgia line in Backstreet Boys video as well. Yes, that was great. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. So anyway, y'all, I, that's what's and so now with, with Bailey, I thought that was really cool. And then as far as tomorrow, again, these guys, they, they never need money. Their tour, which had to pause on early, which had to get paused early, a hundred million dollars, one of the best selling tours in the world. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. Um, and they just celebrated on 420, make your jokes, but on 420, <laughs> they celebrated, tw- I know, 27 years in music. And so this was an article of AJ, again, talking to us weekly. And so they're saying kind of with what's happening now with things being put on hold, because they stopped the tour. And he said two things. First of all, he said, when did, you know, uh, when did what? Backstreet Boys. They didn't come out 27 years ago, did they? That's what yes, I was just girl, thinking That's about. what we just said. I know, but I was ago. not two when the Backstreet Boys came out. They came out when I was like 10. No, but I think maybe that's when they became streamlined. Oh. You know what I mean? What oh was my their, gosh, what mind was blown. Hit? Sorry, say that again. What was, what was their first big hit? Backstreet's back. All right. Right. Of course. I think it was. <laughs> I, what? Was I it? Everybody. What, guys, I'm going to Wikipedia this, and sometimes it's not accurate, but we're going to do it anyway. Y'all continue. No, well, uh, that way too, or was that in sync? Well, it's interesting, Jesse. You just you you just uh, brought a, kind of something I wanted to ask y'all. I wanted to ask everybody, what is your favorite Backstreet Boys song? And I have to say, <gasps> mine is everybody because I remember it came out in 1997 because I was in high school, and I remember Kevin was like a monster, and they were dancing, and he was shirtless, yes. and I it was like a sexual awakening. <laughs> 93. Oh, I'm muted. That uh, we've got it going on. Is there was their first big hit back in 1995, and they were streamlined, which mean are they joined like they formed the group in Orlando in '93? Oh my gosh! Yeah. So their first then, song, I guess, came out in '95, but they joined. They started the group in '93. Yeah, it's just crazy. It's so. Oh, it it's so funny to. It's just. Cra- it's just crazy. Like we're old. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> No, um, what I, I think everybody has to be my favorite song just because the beginning instrumentals of that song bring me so much nostalgia. It's like, if you hear the instrumentals, you're like, like I, the song's coming on. It gives you so much hype and excitement. Have you guys ever done the nineties power hour on YouTube? No. No. Okay. So 
you've got plenty of time. Your homework for tonight is to just watch, even if you're not drinking, 90s Power Hour is so much fun. And it's all like the nostalgia music from the 90s. So they just do like small snippets. And uh-huh. it's obviously an hour. So, but it's super fun. But Backstreet Boys, like their music, when it starts coming on, it's just like the best feeling in the world. It's like, ah. I'm, I'm doing well, that tonight. Yeah. The best news. I'm just waiting for Matt to drop this one though, because I'm going yeah. to. So AJ also said in his, they said two things. I didn't put this in, but he said one, he said at this point, since they're on hold, they might as well wait for the 30th year anniversary and go back to Vegas. So he said it now, Backstreet Boys want to go back to Vegas. And more importantly, this, he said, quote, with things being put on hold, we can finally start to talk about doing a Christmas album. <laughs> Yay! Yeah, he said the same thing. <laughs> I mean, uh, that's he said, no- exciting news. He, I love <laughs> Christmas. He said, uh, he said nothing's official though, so y'all don't come at after about to be like, you said it. No, nothing's <laughs> official yet, but it's becoming a more serious conversation because obviously all of them have studios in their homes, so they can record all their parts separately until they can be one again. Wow, that's great. I want there. Yeah, I'm gonna manifest the heck out of that because there you Christmas. have it. There you have Christmas it. Stars. All right, Candace, take us, take us home. Listen, the next time we're going to be out in the world is going to be Christmas time, but I digress. But I'm going to take you on a social media report, guys, because again, I guess because we're all in quarantine, there's a lot happening. People are just making stuff left and right. Um, but first of all, Sarah Evans released a new album in Ooh. quarantine. Did anybody know about this? She released a new one on May 15th and it's through her own label and it's her first studio album to consist entirely of covers of hit songs by other artists, which is fascinating because I don't think we've ever had a mainstream artist that's already very well established, has a fan base, like relatively like notoriable, all of that. And she does a cover album majority of the times you see cover albums with people that are up and coming and they will use the covers to kind of like push them a little bit more you know what i mean mm-hmm. and add their own flair and edge and sound but she's an entire new album that's called copy that great name i know right and so cmt actually did a little thing with her where they did copycat and did different spinoffs of that but copy that is the name of the new album and so on instagram we posted there's a really cool photo of her if any, Matt, I feel like you would know who she's paying homage to. I just can't. It's on the tip of my tongue. But um, if you click on that link, let me know who you who you think she's paying homage. I will. To. You know, one of my very favorite albums ever, actually, is Mandy Moore's coverage, where she did the same thing. Um, and so I like that title so, too. Oh, I love Mandy Moore. I mean, her. I didn't realize that she did a cover album. And yeah, I love it, it is such 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 a great album. Um, I'm going to have to, yeah, I'm going to click on this link and see what it's, Sarah, let what I know who it is because I know she like in the photo, she's paying like homage to someone specific and it cannot, it's like, is it Dolly? It might be early. Oh, early she's singing. If I can't have you, um, that is, who sings that song? It, you oh. know, that song. if I can't have you, I don't want I don't nobody, nobody, baby. I can't have you. Um, but that's the original song? I don't know. I don't know who should because that, that um I will totally listen BG's. to that. I, no, Yvonne yes. Elliott. Oh, 
Jesse, you, 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 your lighting changed and your bad whole thing, all of it changed. I lost my, uh, my service. Something was going on with my internet. I don't know. No, that's okay. Um, that is okay. But I love the, the photo with the wicker chair, like the big chairs that everybody took photos with in the eighties and the seventies. Yeah. And, it was just great. Um, and also, um, we are doing, so obviously we're, there's so much going on in the world. Um, and we've been, you know, paying honor to those that are serving the front lines and our, our medical workers. And so feed the front line, uh, via CMT will be on tomorrow. Um, and they're going to be doing a live stream breakfast at 10, nine central. And it's to support those, um, on the front lines of COVID-19. And, um, there's a photo here that we're showing that's, uh, CMT and showing some of the artists that will be performing. We got Jordan Davis, Rita Wilson, Scotty McCreary, Brett Young, Billy Ray Cyrus, Ingrid uh, Andrus. Am I saying her last name right? We'll go with it. Uh, I, I think, think I'm saying yeah. it right. But um, yeah, so they're going to be doing that and doing a live stream uh, Wednesday morning for those stars. So I thought that was really cool. Um, also, guys, have you all gotten into TikTok yet? No. I, I scroll it, but I haven't done a video yet. Jesse, what about you? Have you done any videos? I haven't done it. I haven't done it. I've watched a lot of them. Well, there's a ton of celebrities Same. that are, are popping on there and doing it. So I would suggest you should totally get on there yourself. But this one is hilarious and left me rolling. So Lena Bryant literally scared the bejesus out of Luke Bryant. Oh, and this one's funny. You have to watch it. Like, I hope that Bree's playing this uh, right now for you guys. But basically, she climbed up. For, we'll describe it while it's playing. But she climbed up into the cabinet, like above the refrigerator. And he was opening up the refrigerator looking for something. And she pops out. And literally, he throws his can <laughs> and like, freaks out. And I was like, this is where you really see what people are like in their homes yeah. in quarantine. People are going nuts. Which is crazy. Time to start playing some pranks. And she caught it and it was brilliant. I saw that. It was really good. I mean, I kind of want to try it on my roommate. She's not watching this right now, so it's fine. We do have a cabinet that's high enough, but I'm not small enough. So I feel like she should probably prank me and do that. She could easily climb up there and do something. I'm like looking at my cabinets and like, no, I don't think I can get any of those. Oh, Allie, I'm sure you could probably like contort your body in some <laughs> way. Like, like, it would, they actually had someone else that like lifted her up there. I'd have to like curl up there myself and just like wait for it to do it. Watch you doesn't come hours. for like two hours. And you're just like you might want to take some snacks and like a bottle of water. I like me texting you guys. You yeah. haven't come yet. Record the whole thing. Do How's it going, time, Allie? I'm know. still like, waiting. Okay. Guys, I've been in here for five hours. I need this to happen, guys. I really want it. Also, um, not only can we watch all of our favorite people on TikTok, you can now text a couple of them. You can text Keith Urban. Yeah. Okay. I, so can we break this down for a second? Yes. Because I've watched a lot of artists say, oh, you can text me. I can respond yes. to everybody. And I know that it has to do with like some sort of website to be able to curate yes. data, whatever. But like, so they now see what you're saying. Yeah, of course. So like, instead of doing emails, like people are now starting to do phone numbers and phone yeah. numbers are actually way more valuable than mm. emails. Like 
if you go into the whole techie thing, like they actually cost more money to buy phone numbers from people than it is to buy emails now. But I've done this sign up for a couple of different people where you text, like you text the number and you basically become part of this listserv. So they'll send out like all these updates and stuff via text message. You can text them. They probably won't text you back, but they easily could. I texted Kathy Griffin back because I love her and I get texted <laughs> Did she text her. You? She didn't text me back. Oh, well, listen. But I'm still them, getting Some them. of them do sit through them and like go through them. I mean, people are bored right now. So I could see some celebrities just sitting there just texting. I did see Zoe Deschanel has been doing these like live Instagrams and also posting them on her page. And she has like a segment where she just goes through her phone and just reads the text messages. That's impressive. Wow. Jesse, would you ever do that? Would you ever do like a text for all your people? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> She's like, mm, I, mean, I don't know. But you know, if, you, if things got out of hand, it's like. I know. So like people would have your real number no it's not it's your not number. your it's real number. number i think it's like a good because like i think you can get like a google oh, number sure, or yes, something yes. that like gets to your phone yeah it, it's just an email list through your phone that's all it is yeah absolutely well guys i know we're running out of time so i just want to run through these really really quickly but like i said um i think i mentioned this last week that they're the new normal with a lot of concerts is that they're actually doing drive-ins and yes. um, Keith Urban did a drive-in performance for Vanderbilt for frontline um, workers. So I thought that that was that. really, really cool um, that he did that. And I'm interested to see how many more artists will follow suit and like do full performances and do drive-in. Like it's just going to be a new kind of thing. I think it's fun. You know what I yeah. mean? Like it's something different. We're staying safe or being like reasonable. Like why not go see your favorite performer and, and sit in a car and comfortable? Like, that's like that's like person? sure tailgating but better <laughs> exactly you know? guys i like it i like it they need to bring back drive-in movies too there are a couple of theaters you should look and see which ones are opening your area because we have a couple out here in la that reopened yeah that you should do that and you just tune it into your car radio so it plays mm-hmm. your car radio exactly we're going back to simpler times, guys, and I'm excited about it. And last but not least, I'm just going to throw these in there really quickly. We don't really have time to finish it up, but Homecoming Queen went platinum. Um, wow. And she also celebrated five years from the release of the first time. She did that today, like six hours ago. She posted she was celebrating five years. And then speaking of Noah Cyrus earlier, she released a music video for The End of Everything today. So that came out. And I feel like Noah easily fits within the pop country realm. Like, I yeah. love yeah. Well, yeah, she was in Jimmy Allen's song. and yeah. I'm obsessed with her and I love her yeah. vocals and it's just so rich and powerful and like bluesy, smoky, yeah. country and pop. It's just very cool. So, but guys, Definitely. that pretty much wraps it up. I know that that was a speed round, but Jesse Lynn, thank you so much for coming on with us today. We yeah, loved having you. Group. I love you. Oh, thank you. And we wish you the best. We love your album. Please tell everyone where they can find you, where they can stream your music, what's coming up next for you. Well, I'm on uh, I'm on Spotify. Uh, I'm, you can download the music on all of the major music platforms. And uh, I'm on Instagram. I love to post on Instagram. So. <laughs> so. And the album is Fortunes, y'all. The album yeah. is Fortunes. Yes. And Jesse, what's your Instagram handle? Jesse Lynn Madeira. Easy enough. Easy, yes, easy. There are no eyes in my anywhere in my name. Okay, so perfect. No That's I easy. In, no I in Madeira. 
Awesome. Well, thank you so much again. And thank you guys so much for tuning in every single week. We love you. Make sure you're still commenting, liking, subscribing, all the things and follow all of us on social media. We love having the conversation on here and off here with you guys. You can find me on all my social media at Candace R. Cruz. Matt, where, they, where can they find you? They can find me at the Matt Mar, two T's, two R's on Instagram and Twitter. And hey guys, Allie Nasta, find me on Instagram at Allie Girl. And Jesse, thank you again so much. Jesse, thank you so much. Such a beat, this album. Really, yes. really fantastic. Thank you. Yes, thank you guys. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.